You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Sarah again as she tells us about her second part of her magical Disney World trip that she just had to the Wilderness Lodge. We pray that you are all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 697, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Text Vicki or myself, Sarah, for a free quote at 636-395-0544. So we left off with you going on Tuesday when you probably felt like a wet noodle at that point, Sarah. Oh, yes. Um, at the Hollywood Studios, and then you had some time for the girls to have the pool time. So your next day was at an off-day Magic or a park day? Kingdom. Oh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. We had no more rest days because, yes, that just didn't happen this year. Oh, that's okay. So, we yeah, because we put that rest day at the beginning of the trip. I thought you had one in the middle, too, for some reason. No, not this time. I really didn't want to give up those um, hopefully lower crowd weekdays to a rest day. Oh, no. I totally get yeah. that. Um, so, Wednesday, we went to Magic Kingdom. We rope dropped again. We did not do Genie Plus um, for this day, either. Um, and we rope dropped Seven Dwarves. We were pretty far up there. Again, Alice couldn't get into the park, so we... That's so sad. Yeah, I know. We, At we, that point, they should have given you one of those ooh. magic key cards. You would think. Um, but we got in, and we were towards the beginning of the pack, but, um, you know, it was definitely in that first chunk of people, because it gets pretty far backed up. Yes, it does. Um, and I... I mean, Seven Dwarves is fun, but I don't understand why it gets as long of lines as it does. I think it's just the hype. Like, this is the one people are getting in line for, so I have to get in line for it, too. Well, it's getting old now, too, because it came out in 2012. Yeah. And if you don't know, if people think there is a line forming somewhere in Disney World, yeah, they, they just will get just in it. get in line for it, even <laughs> if they don't know what it is. It's an interesting phenomenon. Which is Sarah's theory with the figment popcorn bucket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so after Seven Dwarves, um, we, I really wanted to go over to Big Thunder. I think I had forgotten this. Shame on me. But that whole side of the park doesn't open at 830. Oh. the rest of everything. I don't think I knew that. So we went over... I say, I'm going to call it to the left. We went to the left to head over to um, Frontierland, and they held us with another rope. It was like a second rope drop. That's weird. At 9 o'clock, it opened, and we were able to go over to Big Thunder. So we went and did Big Thunder, walked right on, and then we swung over to my favorite land and my favorite ride. <laughs> <laughs> you took a picture of yourself, but yes, I did. I was like, oh no, there's sign. Take a picture of me. It's not even the front sign. It's the it's like the back sign. <laughs> but I like it. Yes, but we walked on the pirate. Um, 
then we went over to Space Mountain. I I like that ride. My family, my that's my husband's favorite ride. He has trouble fitting in it though. I bet he's so tall. Oh, it is so harsh on your body. It is. Don't be remotely injured when you go on that ride because you will be more injured afterwards. I haven't been on it since my surgery. And it was that was the first time that Claire and Alice were, they didn't want to ride it the last time because it was in the dark, which I thought very funny because they love rock and roller coaster. It is funny. Which is also in the dark. Riddle me that. I, I <laughs> who knows? But Kids. um <laughs> They did it and they loved it. So um, I think they did it again and I, I'm i like, one one time I'm good. I can do that once a day and I'm good with it. So then we went and had lunch back in Adventureland, my favorite restaurant in Magic Kingdom, Skipper Canteen. I really like that restaurant and I didn't think I would. It is so beautiful inside and so detailed. I just love it. Um, and again, this was a cold, rainy day, so it was nice to be inside and um, relatively warm. We were sat near the door, which is fine. We hadn't been in that area before, so it was kind of nice. The fun thing was that we were close enough to where they walked all the new diners past us. So my youngest memorized all the options of what the hostess or ho- you know host was saying when they brought the people in. That's hilarious. You know, so it was like, welcome to our mess hall, or you'll be dining in our mess hall. Those are the windows. Sorry, they're stained because they're stained glass. It's really a pain. <laughs> she, and she memorized all of this. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it, it just, it tickled my heart. It was because I was like, my baby is falling in love with my favorite land. Yep. And I think she said it so loud one time that I think the the hostess walking by sort of laughed because she heard Alice saying it along with her. her yeah. <laughs> it's like a little, um, little echo. Yes. So, I mean, the food was really good. And um, again, they let Claire order off the kids menu, which was awesome. They got, a, the kids got a huge steak there. That is, that is where um, we had, when we went with Gina, that's where one of her friends, they let an adult order off, like an adult adult, a yeah. real adult. She got to order off the kids menu. And I think you get more, op- well, not more options, but they got like dessert or something with theirs and mm. our dessert was extra or something. Yeah, it was, but they, it, it was a good size steak. Like it would be enough to fill me up. Right. Um, and I got steak too, and my husband got pork, and it was all delicious. And at my while we were waiting for our food, my daughter took everyone's coasters, because they pass out paper coasters that say they have the um, Jungle Navigation Company logo on it, and it says Skipper Canteen on the other side. And she took four, four of the coasters and started trying to build stuff with the coasters. Our um, server saw this. And he comes by the table and says something like, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure, you know, how tall you're trying to go, but he threw like 10 more coasters on the table. Oh, fun. So we, she couldn't go very far because they're round. Sure. (laughs) It's hard to build stuff. But she built a little two-story something with them. 
And so I got a picture of it. So it, it's just a fun... Who would think that her building stuff with these coasters could build such a memory? It was just, right. It was a lot of fun. She wasn't on a device. Yes, wasn't on a device. And I... It is my personal parenting preference, but when we go out to eat, which hasn't been as often during the pandemic, but sure. at Disney, you're eating out pretty much everywhere. I don't let my kids be on devices because it's important for me that they learn how to entertain themselves because you have to do that as an adult too. Um, and I try not to be on my phone. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but that's, that's me. Um, so then we have what we call the great jungle cruise debacle of 2022 oh no <laughs> it was our intention to go back to the resort to rest a little bit because we were coming back for the deluxe resort hours so if you're a guest of a deluxe resort you could stay two hours after park closing and you could ride rides and they would scan your magic bands before you got on the ride to show that you know they showed that you were a deluxe resort guest so we hadn't done jungle cruise yet and uh, we were walking past it and we said well what's the wait it said 50 minutes eh, i don't know about that but jungle cruise has had a very long line right that's what all my clients have said my husband looks at it and he says it's i don't think it's that long i think it's on its way down so we get in line it was probably a good hour and I was just I was kind of frustrated because you wanted your nap I was like I'm ready to rest yeah so we if you're familiar with Jungle Cruise it doesn't look like there's a line and then you get in there and it's all hidden and there's a bunch of switchbacks I think there's maybe and it's so tightly packed and it's long like it's longer than you think it is yes it is and it's tightly packed with people I, I was kind of frustrated and the kids were troopers and it was raining and it was cold and we finally got on Jungle Cruise and then I revoked my husband's um, line linked determining privileges for the rest of the trip. Cruise director privileges. Yes. <laughs> we were done. So we got back about an hour and a half later than I intended. Stink. Yeah. So we went back and we rested. Um, my husband actually was full of energy somehow, so he went, ran out to the grocery store to get us some necessities, and then the girls and I hung out and watched Disney Channel and ate snacks and just did nothing. So we went back around 6-ish, and we mobile ordered at Pecos Bills, and it was okay, but it wasn't as good as I remembered. And it might have been because it was at the very end of the day, and... They closed at 7, which I was surprised because the park didn't close until 8. So I don't know if that was abnormal, but I was kind of surprised. So we ate. It was decent, but like I said, it wasn't as good as I remember. Then the fireworks started. During the fireworks, we rode Big Thunder, which was awesome, and Pirates of the Caribbean. By then it was time for the deluxe resort guest hours. So where did my family want to go? Space Mountain. Of course. <laughs> so I rode it the first time. I, that was my, I was done. I did it once. They wanted to ride it again because it was a walk-on. So I'm waiting outside the gift shop for them. People are coming out. 
I don't see my family. It's taken a while. Eventually, I get a text message. They're stuck on Space Mountain. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but that just like is the cherry. <laughs> yeah, they're stuck on Space Mountain. He said, I don't know how long it's going to be. I said, are you in a, like a good spot? Are you, are you like going up this? a mountain? Are yeah. you, are you down? Are you like, this is, we're flat. We're almost to the end. Like they had already um, gone through the red tunnel, I think. Oh my gosh. Or it was like just before the red tunnel or just after the red tunnel. I don't know. And um, he says, just go do something. <laughs> <laughs> what am I in? Uh, carousel so, progress. Well, I went and did the carousel carousel. Oh, okay. They still haven't gotten off. I said, are you still stuck? He, yes. They were stuck for a good 45 minutes. They ended up turning the lights on. Cast members had to come get them. Evac them from the ride. And then they got to walk through the bowels of Space Mountain. And my husband was snapping pictures all along the way. <laughs> so, okay. While all that was happening, I rode the carousel. And then I went and did Peter Pan. There was still a pretty good long for Peter Pan, but we hadn't done that one yet. So I said, let's, I'm going to go do it. At least I'll get to ride it. Right. So they get off and there's maybe 20 minutes left of the two hours. Oh no. Yeah. He says, well, I don't want them to leave the park on that note, you know? So he said, how bad was Peter Pan? I said, it wasn't terrible. So we went and got in line for it again. And the, the wait was a little bit longer, but it has such a good queue that, you know, it's fine. So we rode Peter Pan. Then we went home. Uh, we were tired. It was <laughs> it was almost 10 o'clock. So we went home and we showered and we went to bed. Now, the next morning was Epcot and we paid this time to do Remy. Oh, okay. So we, this is the morning that we slept in okay we did not do the early entry and we just got there when we got there but we weren't waking up super early um so we got there a little later and we did test track because it was open yay i was so surprised it was open and um we really liked it it was the first time we'd done that one then we waited a little bit for soren and when I, I mean, it had like a 40 minute wait, which. They must not have had all three tracks open. Yeah. Or three sections. Cause when usually when we were there, it was a 15 minute wait. Now, by the time we got out, it was a 45 minute wait because you know what happens. Everybody sees mm-hmm. 15 minutes, they all run to it, but they had all three. They were like, seriously, like a flight person on the ground going this way, this way, this way, yeah. this way, this way, this way. <laughs> we did Soren and we did Living with the Land. Then my crazy husband and Claire wanted to go do Mission Space Orange again. So I said, fine. Alice and I went shopping because the creation shop is amazing. Yes, it is. So they went and did Mission Space Orange. And that's the time when my husband says, I think I almost passed out. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're not doing that one again. That's right. Um, so then we had lunch at Space 220. That's right. You got a reservation. Yes. And it was funny because we did, before that, we we went and did the paint by a number. Okay. Which is always just kind of fun to do. We did it on each of our Epcot days. And um, <laughs> we're chatting with the person 
who like releases you to your numbered area to paint and he was like what you know what do you have planned for the day and i mentioned space 220 he's like oh that's like getting the golden ticket around here and i was like oh i was like i'm kind of proud of myself <laughs> <laughs> and it was a neat experience the elevator part was really cool where you leave earth and go up uh you walk in and they have that spinning rotating crop yes that was really neat to take a picture of and then you walk out into the restaurant, and it's sort of tiered seating like coral reef. Yes. You see sort of the top of Earth. So you're not looking down on it, but you're kind of looking to the side. Like okay. the, you have the top third, I guess, if you were thinking of a sphere. Um, we were sat right next to the quote windows. Okay. But sort of in the corner. Not ideal. Oh, sorry. But we could still see stuff. It was consistent in terms of astronauts floating around and things, ships coming and going. There was lot, always something going on on the screen, which I, I didn't know what to expect in terms of that. My favorite one, though, was an astronaut with a dog in a space suit. I saw a picture somebody took of that and put it up. Um, very cool. So we could still see all of that stuff. What I would say the best tables would be would be one of those higher tiers in the middle-ish somewhere. The food was good. I ordered a burger. My husband got something with tuna and a lot of green things that I was not planning to eat. Um, <laughs> Some green things that you were not planning. Do you know what they were? It, there uh, there was edamame and some other things. Okay. I don't I don't recall. It was with vegetables. I know, but I never, I thought you were like a <laughs> versatile eater. I am, but that day I was not. <laughs> you were Disney. I wasn't in the mood. I, it, vegetables weren't happening that that day. Gotcha. Um, I was a little disappointed with my burger. I thought it was sort of cold when it came out. Aw. Which I had heard a lot of good things about the food here. That the food was at the level of the environment. And I think my husband was. And I don't know what really went on. The service was amazing. Well, that's good. It was just, it felt like it was a little cold. Like maybe it had sat for a little while while we were waiting on something else. I was also surprised for as hard as it is to get a reservation there, there were tables that sat empty for the duration of our time eating there, <laughs> which I found very interesting. I think Ohana wasn't full when we were there. I don't know if they're trying to limit the capacity still in some of the restaurants maybe but i i just found it interesting but it was good i don't know if on our next trip i'll race to get a reservation for it margie's the only one that told me that she would go again because it's pretty pricey right mm -hmm. it was probably our most expensive i know it was our most expensive meal and then i heard oh somebody else compare it you compared it to coral reef but i heard somebody say it's like they put coral reef in space, but the thought process wasn't there. Like they didn't feel like the quality of the food was exactly up to par. Although mm. we've been in coral reef where we didn't go for a little while because we like went three times and then the third time was kind of like, eh. So we waited a while before we went back and now it's good again. So who knows? I, I don't think the, the food wasn't bad. Right. The kids really liked theirs. They got some, at least one of them got some noodles. Space chicken. It was like, uh, it was like 
face the face I I don't know. But, um, <laughs> it, they liked their meal. Um, I got these enormous potato wedges with the burger. They were great. The burger was just a little cold. That's all. It was supposed to have some sort of spicy aioli on it as well. Okay. And I didn't taste that, which was kind of disappointing because that's the main reason that I ordered it. Interesting. Because I love spicy mayonnaise. But that's what Brad always says. I need some <laughs> more ranch to go with this. I need more aioli, please. Yes. But, you know, we might try it again in a few trips, but I don't know if it's necessary on our next trip. Sure. I get it. So I was determined after Space 220, we were going to explore World Showcase because our kids were never old enough on our past few trips to allow me to spend the time that I would like to spend in World Showcase. So we went counterclockwise. Sorry. So you went Canada. We went to Canada. We did Canada far and wide, and that made me feel motion sick. Really? Of all the things at Disney World, I had to look down at the floor. Stink. Because I felt like the, it was real, like, wobbly, and that got me. My my loving young child kept asking me if I was okay. Aw. Because I, she said, Mommy, look. You know, she was like, look, look, look. And I'm like, Mommy can't look. <laughs> Sorry. Mommy's going to hurl. <laughs> yeah, Mommy's looking at the floor. And then afterwards, she's like, are you okay? And it was it was just really sweet. Um, so did you get yourself a maple sucker to make yourself feel better? Uh, no, I don't think we've got anything there. But I will say something about this trip: every single stuffed animal that my kids saw, they wanted it. They wanted it. So I'll get to that when we get to England. Okay. Because this is a funny story. <laughs> we got we got to England. I don't remember which store it was, but um, they had stuffed corgis, like the Queen's corgis. Oh, okay. I think it's hilarious. So we are now the proud owners of two of the Queen's Corgis. I had to look up the names of the Queen's actual Corgis. So their names, our Corgis are named after them. We have Susan and Honey. Okay. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is that we said, we'll go back and get, I said, I'm not carrying your Corgis around for the rest of the day. So we'll come back and get them. So when we eventually made it back to the UK pavilion, we're walking through and Alice yells out, I see corgi butts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because you could see them in the window of the shop. Okay. But they were facing in, so you could see their rear end <laughs> all stacked on each other. So I will forever remember her yelling out, I see corgi butts. <laughs> So I'm getting ahead of myself because that was the corgi butt story. So okay. we we made our way through the UK and we get to France where we do our pay our way on to Remy's. Okay. Another great experience. I will ride that as many times as I can. I love that ride. I thought it was great. And then we continue to make our way around. We just went into a lot of stores, just explored and walked around and I had great, a great time. We ate some snacks. That is how you are supposed to do World Showcase. Yes. It's the best. And we're there during Festival of the Arts. Okay, you know how my daughter was in search of a Stitch lounge fly bag? Yes. We are now in search of a Stitch piece of art. There should have been tons. There was when we were last year. There were, but they didn't have 
we couldn't find any um print oh okay mama's not buying her a five hundred dollar yeah yeah it's not happening so every single tent that had art in it you had to stop we did too because kaylee was looking for all the disney characters she could find playing the ukulele yeah that that wore on me a little bit but you know the things you do for your kids you'll treasure that memory someday i know it's still too fresh right now <laughs> so we made our way all the way around we had gone back to get the corgis at the uk and then we did lay how boulangerie et petiterie horribly long line of course and you can't mobile order there. No, you cannot. And that stinks. Yes. I felt like they were understaffed, too. That's what we felt like, too. It was good. But yes, and I that was the first time I really started to feel uncomfortable, like there are people hovering over me. Right. And I want to get out of here. So that was how we ended our night. And again, I said no thank you to Harmonious because we were going back to Hollywood Studios the next day, and again, we were rope dropping. So I never got to experience Harmonious. It'll happen at some point. It just wasn't going to happen on this trip. <laughs> so my most favorite story of the whole trip is about to happen. Friday morning, we're rope dropping Hollywood Studios. Like I said, we're getting on that first bus to get in. We're walking to the bus, and if you're familiar with Wilderness Lodge, there's sort of a walkway that kind of angles down to where the buses come up. Right. I looked, I said, oh, what bus is that? We were still kind of far away. And I could just make out studios. I couldn't see the Hollywood part, but I saw studios. I said, that's our bus. And I, Claire was sort of in front of us. So I said, Claire, run, hold the bus, go, run, run. And my husband sort of says it too. There are complete strangers walking beside us to get on the bus. And they start go saying, Claire, run, hold the bus. <laughs> and there were probably five, five or six of them. And um, they continue saying it. She must have turned, she did what we were asking her to do, but she right. must have turned 10 shades of red. She was so embarrassed. <laughs> so we get on the bus before these other people do. And the bus driver tells me, it's a good thing she started running because I was about to leave. And then we sit down and then these other people get on the bus and they get on the bus and they start saying, thank you, Claire. You're the best, Claire. You're our hero, Claire. <laughs> I was like, I don't even think they knew like who was Claire on the bus. But it was it was just hilarious. So we get to Hollywood Studios and again, we rope drop Slinky Dog. We were very far forward in the lineup this time. We got on it very quickly. So we went from Slinky Dog to Alien Swirling Saucers. Then we did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I was kind of disappointed. So was that the first time you rode that? Yeah. Really? Now see, Joey rode Mickey's first and then Remy's, and he said Mickey's was better. And you rode mm. Remy's first and then Mickey's and said vice versa. So that's interesting to me. Did you also see, because we reported on it, but you weren't on the show with us, that they put that new stuff on the wall. You saw that. Mm -hmm. Did you see it was bubbling? I did not. Yes, it's bubbling. And they're starting to think that there's something wrong with the temperature of that wall uh -huh. and that the other stuff probably bubbled. And Chrissy's like, I'll be real honest. If it was bubbled, I might have picked that. <laughs> it could be. No, I did not notice that. Um, I, I mean, I thought it was it was cute. It was fun. But I was more entertained on Remy. Interesting. Remy's, to me, was more... There was more going on. Okay. To me, Mickey and Minnie's is sort of a... I'm just riding through it. 
and it gets real windy. And that's, yeah, I know. My ears almost blew off. <laughs> Keep in mind that I don't think they changed it much from Great Movie Ride, so probably that's what it really was. Yeah, um, which is fine. It, it It's absolutely fine that that's what it is. Should you pay to ride that attraction? Uh, no. No. <laughs> that's what Joey said about Remy's. See, I, I would say the opposite. I think that's really funny. So we did have Genie Plus this day. Okay. We split up. We we did not use we did not use it. We rope dropped Slinky Dog. We didn't use it for Alien Swirling Saucers, and we didn't use it for Mickey and Minnie's because you can't. Then we split up to do lunch. My husband and my daughter got hot dogs from Fairfax Fair, and I am still bitter that they changed that to hot dogs from um, Tex-Mex. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> and then Alice and I went and got Pizza Rizzo, which was delightful. That was the least crowded spot in Disney World. It was when we were there, too. And we, it's a huge dining area. Yes. And we went upstairs and sat on the balcony, and there was hardly anyone up there, and we just watched people. We used Genie Plus then to do Star Tours and Rock and Roller Coaster. Alice decided she was going to go on Tower of Terror with James. Oh, my. She loved it. I was shocked. Oh, no. She loved it. Well, good. Yeah, it was great. Claire chickened out. She said she was going to do it, and then I think she would like it if she did it. But she's a little more of a doesn't like scary things. Oh, okay. She wouldn't do Haunted Mansion more than once either. Gotcha. She doesn't like the Yeti popping out at you or scaring you on Everest. But she likes the roller coaster. It does throw you off, though, if you don't know it's coming. Yeah. James and Alice did Tower of Terror. Claire and I went shopping, and we went and did... Walt Disney presents, you know, One Man's Dream. And I think Claire enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I always love that. So we really liked that. Then we did the non-rain version of Indiana Jones <laughs> and had the full experience. Well, I'm so glad. And we used Genie Plus for that. And we were we sat in the middle, which we'd never done before because I've never used a fast pass for that before. But we couldn't use Genie Plus for anything else. Right, so you might as well. I was not a huge fan of Genie Plus. Right, I don't think many people are. Not, and I haven't mentioned this, but on the days that we bought it, I could never buy it on my phone. The little button, so you click on it, and then you're you should be able to um, you. It ha has a bunch of stuff it tells you, and then there's a button that you should be able to click on to buy right. it. Mm -hmm. There was nothing there. I like I there nothing happened if I pressed the button. Do you have an older phone? No. And my husband tried, and it wouldn't work on his phone either. So we had to go to the front desk, and they would buy it for us through their system. But that was something we had to do in the morning before 7. Each day we would buy Genie Plus. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it was a pain in the butt. And then, well, I'll get to this when we go to Magic Kingdom tomorrow. So... We did Indiana Jones, and then again, we're kind of like, well, we can't, the next things on Genie Plus are out to like... Eight o'clock at night. Eight o'clock at night, so I, like, we're not going to hang around to do this, so we went back. It was, I, I, I don't know, it was, and the lines were long. Right. And I'm not, you know, we were, I was just like, I don't, I don't want to wait. It's a little sad because at the very beginning, that was pretty much tied for first place parks 
for us. Yeah. It's, um, it's gone through a lot of changes since then because it had backlot tours, it had light motors action, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Playground. I mean, there were a lot of things that are not there anymore. But over time, through all this construction and the things changing, and it's so crazy now, it's not it's not in our top three, I don't think, honestly. It was tied for first place with Magic Kingdom for yeah. me two years ago. Right. And this trip, I, I would say Epcot moved into that spot. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I kind of think Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot are right up there with each other. And then Hollywood Studios, we didn't visit it last year when Kaylee and I went the girls' trip. And honestly, didn't miss it. Like, I love Slinky Dog. I love Rock and Roller Coaster. I could sit through Indiana Jones three times a day. I right. love that show. And I really love Rise. And I like Millennium Falcon. But so much that it was so crowded. Right. And the lines were so long that it took a lot of the fun out of it. Right. When you have trouble walking around the park, mm -hmm. that, I don't know. I felt like Hollywood Studios is like Christmas time at Magic Kingdom all year long now. Yeah. It's going to be interesting when Tron and Guardians of the Galaxy open um, to see how what that does with the dynamic of the park crowds. True. It's very true. I want to see what Tron's going to do to Seven Dwarfs. Oh, I'm sure it's going to blow it out of the water. But ho yeah, Hollywood Studios was a disappointment in that way. Yeah, it really is. And, and I'm sad to say that. That doesn't mean if you want to go there, listeners, we're poo-pooing it for you to go. No, it's just I mean, that know that it's going to be crowded. It's just always crowded now. And I like to compare this. Um, when we, so two years ago, when we did Fast Pass Plus, I felt like we could do more things. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was my way of doing things that I would do all of them stacked as close as I could in the morning. Correct. And then after that, you could make them one at a time right but like we on our last trip the girls loved rock and roller coaster right we were able to we had a fast pass for it and then we were able to keep we'd get off the ride we'd get another fast pass and right. we'd go on again then we get another one and we go on again and you can't do that anymore because you can only do one time time on each ride yep it's crazy and now i have to pay to do that right I don't know. I was I was disappointed. Um, so after we did the real full Indiana Jones, we left again, and the girls went to swim. Of course they did. Yeah. They're used to swimming all the time anyway. Everybody wants to swim when it's 50 degrees outside and raining. <laughs> it's Disney. It makes it magical. Now we're um, at our last park day, which is Magic Kingdom. We, again, did Genie Quest, bought it from the front desk. <laughs> And we rope dropped Seven Dwarfs. Now, this time, Alice couldn't get in again. I, James and Claire knew, just go, we'll meet you. So the problem was that the people in front of us also couldn't get in. And they were fiddling with the cards. Right. And something about somebody, like they had two cards for one person and the cast member you know they raise the raise your hand raise their hand and the a person with the little tablet comes over and that took i don't know 10 minutes for them to sort out and because they were at the uh tap style in front of us i guess they went first although alice's thing messed up before theirs. theirs i knew you were gonna say that 
So then they did Alice's. Hers was a pretty quick fix. They have to, um, they do something, then she scans her magic band, they reset it somehow, and then she scans in again and it works. So I don't know. So then we leisurely walked to meet um, James and Claire. Those suckers were towing the line to rope drop seven dwarves. And I felt so bad. I was doing the excuse me walk <laughs> up to meet them. Because it's one thing when you're excusing yourself up to like midway towards the front. But I wasn't expecting to excuse myself to the front row of people. Well, I mean, you had no way of knowing that, though. I know. I know. But so we get up there and, you know, we had to wait for, you know, 30 minutes at that point hanging out. <laughs> it was fine. Then the rope dropped. That was like a knockdown, drag out walk of champions i don't know what it was it, it was crazy the cast member sort of walked you part of the way and then i was sort of in the lead somehow i don't know how it became me and i was just trying to walk like i'm just walking i'm trying because everyone was so close together and i i was just trying to walk to get there i'm not trying to run over anyone i'm i'm not trying to step on the person's heels in front of me i'm just trying to go and everyone was walking really fast, and you're kind of stuck in this group, so I was forced to walk fast. The lady beside me started throwing out elbows, trying, like, let me get in front of you. <laughs> it was intense. The rest of my family got cut off, and um, I was a good 20 people in front of them. So we got in line, and there <laughs> were so many puddles that the line slowed down and I stopped to wait for them and then there was one puddle so big in the queue for Seven Dwarves that you had to either step across it which it was too large for my kids to do right or you had to grab onto the fence and like walk along the side yeah crazy it was crazy so I I waited for I was like just move past me and I just waited for them we still, I mean, basically walked on for the ride, but that was very intense. So then we went over and did Astro Orbiter, and then we decided the line jumped up for 50 minutes for Space Mountain. So we decided to just go ahead and buy it, which at that point we'd already spent so much money. Right. <laughs> I was just like, ah, whatever. What's another $30? Yeah. So we did that, you know, basically walked on to Space Mountain, we went back and did Big Thunder and Pirates. Um, then we left Magic Kingdom. And we went over to the Contemporary and had what I think was the best meal of our trip at Steakhouse 71. Oh, good. The ambiance is nothing to write home about. It's a nice, clean space. The service was excellent. The food was delicious. I loved it. I had a, um, like a shaved prime rib sandwich. And... It had a garlic aioli on it and nice melted cheese. And I got, they were basically like Parmesan dusted um, waffle fries. Yum. It was so good. It was so good. And my husband got a really good burger and the kids got steak. It was, it was just really delicious. Um, I would highly recommend that restaurant. That one I will go back to. I would go back to that one on our next trip. The food was great, and you can get to it from the Magic Kingdom. We decided to do the monorail because we hadn't done it yet. Sure. So we just rode the monorail 
And then um, when lunch was over, we rode around to the Polynesian because I wanted to look for a Polynesian tumbler. Oh, yay. So they had one. Yay. For some reason, though, they didn't have the big one. They only have the 12-ounce version. Oh, sink. So, I, I mean, whatever. I, I got the 12-ounce version. And then my husband declared that that is where he wants to stay on our next trip. So we stayed there before, but apparently he wants to stay there again. So I better start saving. Um, <laughs> but it was really nice. The kids, while I was doing my shopping, they went out towards where the pineapple lanai is and um, that fake grassy area. And Chip and Dale are, um, not Chip and Dale, Pluto. And Goofy. And Goofy. Yeah, that's right. We're standing up on like a breezeway area and they got pictures. Yep. I was like, okay, that's cool. So we then went back to Magic Kingdom. And by that point, we were, um, we did Genie Plus to get on Jungle Cruise and we did the Tomorrowland Speedway, Barnstormer, and Winnie the Pooh using Genie Plus. It was too late to do. Um, Peter Pan because we had reservations for the dessert party and I got a little mad with Jungle Cruise when I was booking the lightning lane for that. If you're having trouble figuring out Genie Plus, this is a good lesson. So I went to book Jungle Cruise and it said it was going to be 2.30. My kids did the same thing. I know what you're going to say. I clicked on it and then all of a sudden it says you're doing Jungle Cruise at 5. Right. That's exactly what happened to them. And I, I, was, I was like, how about a message that says, this time is no longer available? Exactly. Because then it's booked. Right. And you can't modify it. You have to cancel it. Right. Which, good luck figuring out how to cancel it. <laughs> good luck with finding out if you could modify it. It's not real explanatory at all. No. So I said, all right, I don't want to cancel it. Let's just see what happens. So, because we did this. We booked this, I want to say we booked that Jungle Cruise before we went to lunch. Yep. I'm sure so you did. And I was like, let's, let's test the two-hour rule. Oh, that usually works, or it did for us. So that worked. So that's when we started doing, um, when we came back, when we did all the smaller, you know, Speedway, Barnstormer, Winnie the Pooh, we were just doing them one at a time because we'd passed the two-hour mark. Right. And then um, we'd just do one, and then we'd book another one. This is the only time that I felt like Genie Plus did something for us, but we weren't going to be able to do anything big. Right. We finally did our Jungle Cruise, and then we did the Tiki Room, which I love. Then we had to rush over to do to check in for our dessert party. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've done this dessert party before. I think it's great. You get dessert and you have a reserved seat close to the castle to watch the fireworks. I did not like, and these were very nice people. I do not like when people put kids on their shoulders. Yes, it's Kaylee's pet peeve. <sighs> I had a great spot. And then all of a sudden, little Timmy gets put on daddy's <laughs> shoulders. <sighs> it was... Yeah, I wasn't happy. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick up your kid, hold him on your hip. Right. 
then their head is about level with yours and you don't become the size of an NBA superstar <laughs> that's blocking everyone's view. I mean, exactly. my husband's 6'6", and he goes out of his way to find a place to stand for stuff where he's not blocking people's view because he knows that that's what happens. So anyways, the fireworks were nice. I still like Happily Ever After better. It was entertaining. There were fireworks. There was a show. Great. But to me, Happily Ever After was a much more composed story and show that came all together. Right. Even the way the song, I'm not going to sing. Um, <laughs> it's like when it says like, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. And it goes up and then Tinkerbell comes out. Right. That was gorgeous. Yeah. Now she just kind of comes out. I like that you don't know, you didn't know that she wasn't coming out at the beginning. <sighs> so I don't know. I happily ever after was just better. Yeah, I I think that that's the general consensus for anybody who saw happily ever after. Yeah. Um, and who knows what they'll do? They might be tired of the fiftieth one by the time it's over and bring it back. Because there, I know there's a petition going around about that because people are not happy. I mean, happily ever after was just delightful. Yeah. I really enjoyed the fireworks are great. They're always great. I know I think no matter what show it is. But the projections told a story and it was a great mix of old and new. Yeah. And now I feel like it's much more on the new side. I mean, we still had a great time. I don't know if we'll do the dessert party again. We'll have to see. You should do the harmonious one. Yeah. It'll probably be harmonious. I will say my feelings were correct. I did not like the barges sitting out there. Oh, um, I didn't care for them, so I knew you would definitely. It's, a, it's just an eyesore. Yeah, a lot of people are unhappy, and I don't know what happened. They still haven't said. I don't know if they're trying to work on it or not with the whole they were going to make it into fountains. I The water came on once. I was I, I remember looking over, and I was like, oh, it's, it's doing the thing. I don't know. It was there, and I... I would prefer not to look at it. And sometimes it would say 50th, and then sometimes it did. Just leave movies playing on it all day, then at least it's doing something. something. So um, back to Magic Kingdom, we finished the fireworks party, and Alice was really tired, and James said he was done. I think he was starting to think we have to leave to go home tomorrow. So he and Alice went back to Wilderness Lodge. I did not want to go yet. Could parked it and closed until 10 and so we had at least another hour and 15 20 minutes to do stuff so claire and i stayed it was really nice you know mom and daughter time just the two of us so we went back over to she was nice we went over to my favorite area of the park and we did big thunder and we um had got done with that and i said all right we need to get back. I, I really just wanted to ride one thing. Right. Because when the fireworks were over, Seven Dwarves was down. So I thought maybe we could get onto that. Right. Get on it pretty quickly. But it was down. So I said, let's go to Big Thunder. We had to wait maybe 20 minutes because a lot of people headed over there after the fireworks, especially since Seven Dwarves was down. So we got off of that. And we had a great time. I love riding that roller coaster in the dark. It's so much fun. So I said, if we walk past Pirates, and it's less than 15 minutes, 15 or less, we're gonna ride it. So we got there and it said 10. 
Um, so I said, we're going. And I was like, this is going to be our last ride. We're going to finish with my favorite ride. That wasn't a 10 minute wait. It was a zero minute wait. And we <laughs> walked right on to Pirate. That's awesome. Our boat wasn't even full. And the boat in front of us and the boat behind us had no people on them. So it was really fun. And I was bummed, though, because the last time the whole family rode pirate, we all put up pirate hooks okay. for the picture. And th- this time, I said, Claire, what do you want to do? And so she, she goes, we're going to do this and a hook. I was like, what's this? If, you, if you're listening, you have no idea what I did, but I put my hand over my eye. She put an eye patch. Yeah, so it was an eye patch. Well, we never got a picture. Aww. It sent me, because we did Memory Maker, and it sent me the picture of the empty boat. Aww. I mean, it's okay. We have the memory now. So then I said, okay, Claire, I've got a few things to buy before we leave, and then we're going to leave. Don't go shopping when the park's about to close. I know, it's awful. But I had to. So I was on the search for two things. Disney Yahtzee and a blanket. I knew right where the Yahtzee was. So it's Disney-themed Yahtzee, and there's the four cups are themed after the four parks. So I got that. It's way too expensive, but I, whatever. And then I wanted a blanket. I went and I asked the cast member, I said, have you seen this sort of Southwestern-style blanket with Mickey heads on it? And she's like, looked at me like I had three heads. Right. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and then I left. Um... <laughs> And I, I was like, Claire, let's just make our way through one more time. If I don't see it, it's fine. You know, hopefully the the um, store, the resort will still be open when we get back. Because I didn't know how early we were going to leave in the morning. I wasn't sure if we'd be leaving before the store was open. So I was walking to the store and I see a cast member with a like an inventory cart walking out. And it's full of this blanket. Yay. And I, I said, that's what I'm looking for. And she pulls it out and says, would you like one? Yes. <laughs> I said, yes. So I'm actually, you can see it, um, Vicky, but I'm snuggling with it now. And let's see if I hold it up. It's oh, upside down. Oh, that's cute. But it's sort of southwesterny, and I thought it kind of matched um, Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. And But it's covered with Mickey heads. That's very cute. So that was our trip. And then... Um, we woke up the next day and got packed up, and we ordered Mickey waffles for of the course. girls. Yes. And then, um, unlike our trip down, we did this trip just the whole thing. And we got some Dramamine and Alice, because that is a necessity. <laughs> and then um, we got going probably around 9 o'clock, luckily. I don't know if I'll ever be able to say this again. I'm going to knock on wood. We drove the whole way, stopped twice. I can't believe we only stopped twice. They probably slept most of the way, right? They watched movies the whole way. Oh, okay. I slept some. Okay. I volunteered to drive, but my husband said he was good. So he drove the whole way, which I was sort of shocked. And there were no accidents. We never had even slowdowns. That's awesome. Go, go, go. And, um... It was great when we got home around six. So it, it was a great trip overall. Like takeaways, Genie Plus, I would like it to be something different. Yeah, I would too. The resort was great. One thing I didn't mention, all the rain that we had, they sat out big baskets 
with like bath towels and they had big baskets of these towels at each door so if you came in and you needed something <laughs> you could dry off that's awesome yeah i thought that was a really nice touch but the staff at the wilderness lodge was wonderful the only time we got frustrated there was the day we left when we had one of those carts with all our luggage on it and we were on the second floor i guess the the elevators were programmed to get people and then bring them down so the elevator would pass us oh. and then it would get someone and then it would stop on two but the ele- it had people in it right and you couldn't get on and we couldn't get on after about it probably wasn't that long i less than 10 minutes but you feel like you shouldn't have to wait that long right exactly we'd probably waited about five or seven minutes and my husband was getting very frustrated so i said i will walk down the stairs and get on the elevator and come up to two but then i went down and as soon as i got down there they must have gotten on the elevator because the doors opened and it was them (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so it was fine we you know The trip was great, and now we have to go again. The fastest way to get over the Disney Blues is to plan your next vacation. Yep, for sure. So that is my trip, Miss Vicky. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing it. It sounded like a lot of fun. Um, I would like to stay at Wilderness sometime, but we'll have to see. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or you just want us to give you a free quote, you can text Sarah or me at 636-395-0544. You can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit on any package of tickets and room. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.